Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. Hey folks, John Madden here. And you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Hey, here's a guy when he's got nothing to say, he says it anyway. Boom. Listen to the Kimmer weekdays, noon to three on News Radio 1067. There's nothing wrong with a Kimmer. Well, thank you. Reincarnation wouldn't fix <laughs> well, the Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. Thank you so very much. Look out, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. It is uh, News Radio 1067. How's it going? 1204. And here's our number 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. And if for good reason I'm playing this particular song, it's called The Eve of Destruction. Tell me. And it's a song from the 60s. I guess early 70s, maybe 71, 70, 68, somewhere in that area. Anyway, uh, it was the number one song, Eve of Destruction, sung here by Barry McGuire. Well, the man who wrote this song, P.F. Sloan, just passed away of pancreatic cancer in Los Angeles. He was only 70. Mr. Sloan also wrote You Baby for the Turtles, A Must to Avoid for Herman's Hermits, Secret Agent Man for Johnny Rivers, and Where Were You When I Needed You by the Grassroots. I like all those songs. Oh, you've heard Which one have you, have you heard of? You never heard of uh, Where Were You When I Needed You for the Grass... All right, John Boy, Grassroots, please. Grassroots, Where Were You When I Needed You. Okay, let me... Where were you when I needed you? It's kind of a... Who sings that? The Grassroots. Let's keep it that way. Thank (laughs) you! Grassroots, Where Were You When I Needed You. A guarantee. And a must to avoid by Herman's Hermits. She must to avoid. I can never understand those lyrics. We got it. That's not the one, sir. Okay, here we go. All right, here we go. All right. I will, while we're installing, I'll do a couple of birthdays off our birthday list here. Don't bother crying. Don't bother Kevin Nealon, 62 today. Well, wait till we get to the chorus. You'll remember it. Uh, actress Susan Sullivan from Falcon Crest is 73. Mercy. Here we go. No, that's not it yet. Uh, <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Now, here we go. Here, stand by. Here we go. Now. Where were you when I wanted you? You can't believe you never heard this song. All right. Never mind. Uh, anyway, this is a big song. Now, but if you couldn't tell, we're going to have a weird show. It's going to be a weird program today because, first of all, it's Wednesday. So it's kind of a hump day thing, and it's rainy and crummy, and I was in a ticked-off mood because I got out this morning. As, you know, I've got the paper at 4 o'clock or whatever, and I'm out there, and it's starting to sprinkle. And then I, uh, when the sun came up around 7 or whatever, 6.45, whatever it was, I put my flag out, and I realized it was going to be so nasty today that I didn't want to take a chance on, on my flag being ripped out of its mooring on my deck, so I didn't fly my flag today. And it's t- it really ticks me off. I, I hate, I, it, that thing is a symbol to me. 
In fact, I've got one more neighbor flying a flag now. Down the street a little bit. So that's three of us now. There's one on the other side and me and this new guy. Did you threaten this guy? <laughs> I threatened him a little. <laughs> 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 Out of your <laughs> anyway, so it's kind of a goofy thing. And then all this stuff's Out going on. <laughs> <laughs> Can I wear these bad boys if I wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so it's, a, it's rainy and crappy and my horse is going to be stuck inside all day. And nobody's going to be happy about anything. So we're going to goof around today. We're going to do all the. T- we got the topics, although there's only one. In fact, it was a mistake. I'm starting to watch the news at Fox Girls at four o'clock this morning, and it was wall-to-wall coverage of the raids in Paris. It was just a complete live shot, and they were ad-libbing the whole time about the incidents in Paris, where the seven people got arrested, a few got killed, and we'll talk about Putty Tat's despicable comment complaining about the GOP rather than complaining about. Muslim extremist terrorist killers from Islam, and then and then this uh, the Arab Haters uh, Association. I forget the exact title. The Arab We Hate White People American Association or Arab We Hate Christians Group. Whatever I forgot the official title. And now they're complaining that it wasn't fair for the people on the airplane, the Spirit Airlines going to Chicago, that they got scared because of a Muslim-looking guy uh, doing something suspicious, and they said something. Remember, we're supposed to see something, say something. You can't have it both ways. And clearly, the, I mean, I'm sure somebody overreacted. And it, 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 but you know, you 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 come. And we can only thank the Muslims. You every time you go to the airport and you have to take off your stinking shoes and your belt and wait in line yep. in security, you have to thank the Muslims. Yep. 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 Period. Everything we've had happen to us now for the last 14 years, you have to thank the Muslims. Yeah, it's as simple as that. And and so, you know, don't tell me, well, that's discrimination to see because you see a Muslim guy, then you think something's going to go wrong. Yeah, I see a Muslim guy. I think something might, might well go wrong. Absolutely. <laughs> Duh. Because it does. <laughs> Jesus, what do we have to do? <laughs> oh, God. Now, see, I don't want to start screaming. I'm, I'm not going to be screaming. It's going to be a fine, fun day today. But we're going to do weird <laughs> stuff. We're going to do weird stuff all day long. Um and we'll talk. We got the topics. I don't know what we're about. <laughs> we'll talk about the viral picture of the old couple and the Marta kid who couldn't tie his tie, going viral, a million views. The terrorist raids overnight in Paris. The hero police. Oh, by the way, just quickly, let me play Putty Tat's uh, comment concerning uh, the GOP and how we, uh, the members of the Republican Party, are criticizing his lack of sense, of common sense when it comes to Syrian Muslims coming in across the border. These are the same folks oftentimes who suggest that they're so tough that uh, just talking to Putin or staring down ISIL or using some additional rhetoric somehow is going to solve the problems out there. Uh, But apparently they're scared of widows and orphans coming into the United States of America as part of our tradition of compassion. First they were worried about the press being too tough on them during debates. Now they're worried about three-year-old orphans. Yeah, well, worried about widows and orphans. Well, guess who blew herself up today in Paris and killed somebody with her and killed a police dog named Diesel? Killed a police dog named Diesel, a hero police dog. Working for the security forces, she blew herself up with a suicide vest and took someone with her, including a police dog, and that was a woman, a putty tat. What do you think now? What an idiot. The only time he gets he gets he gets really engaged. The only time he gets passionate is when he's blasting the GOP. He's never said anything that that uh, outrageous against Islam or Muslims. Nope. 
God, I'm so sick of this. I, he should be arrested. The man should be freaking arrested. And at the soccer match in Turkey, supposed to be a friendly game with Netherlands, soccer match, friendly games, and, and uh, the European Soccer Commission or Authority, whatever it's called, has asked all the soccer teams, the football soccer teams, to have a moment of silence in honor of those who got killed in Paris. So they had a moment of silence in the in the uh, in Istanbul, Turkey, at the soccer stadium, and the, the crowd started booing, and then they started yelling "Alohu Akbar, Alohu Akbar." During the moment of silence in honor of the victims of the Muslim slaughter in Paris, those were the Christians that lived there. They did, they were doing. That. Yeah, right. <laughs> Probably the Christians, yeah. mostly Catholics. I think they're almost positive. God, and then they complain that we, we, we have a reaction when we see a Muslim or we wonder about Muslim security. My God, what do you think we're supposed How are you supposed to react? Jeez, unbelievable. Uh, let's see. We'll talk about white privilege at the University of Vermont. Uh, Chicago babes have a way to protest all the shooting. Brie Olson's talking about Charlie Sheen, and there's some other girls saying, wait a minute, he never told me anything. Oh, well. All right, so we got Charlie Seymour. So that plus... Uh, Newsbreaker line sponsored by the Siding Doctor, and uh, you're going to get to see the Siding Doctor. Uh, Siding Doctor, you're going to get to see the Newsmaker line, Jim Gossett and Jerry Farber next week, and not this coming Friday, Saturday, but a week from Friday and Saturday, Thanksgiving week next week. Can you believe, by the way, Thanksgiving is next week? That means Christmas is what a month away. Are you kidding me? All right, twelve, 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 twelve. Everyone has a. And did you hear about there's a barber shop that was called the Isis Barber Shop and had to change its name? Hell, that's nothing. Remember the old diet candy called AIDS? AIDS. <laughs> yeah, AIDS candy. AIDS diet candy. Tastes like chocolate and really gets a weight off. AIDS candy. Choc- uh, diet thing, yeah. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home right, on News Radio 1067. There we go. Stand by. This is Bernie Sanders, and this portion of our show is brought to you by Global Warming. Global warming. A bigger threat than ISIS, but not as big a threat as a speech by the Kimmer. <laughs> Run for your lives! And now, here he is, your temporary host, uh, Kim Peterson. I, I went brain dead, and I was overwhelmed with the tribute, and I just couldn't speak. It's my fault, and I have no excuses. 12.20. Hold on, Officer Lou, the rabbi, and Joe. i tell you in a few minutes how you can get tickets to go see. There are five shows coming up a week from this weekend, not this week. But the next, uh, Thanksgiving week, Friday and Saturday, at the Atlanta Comedy Theater in Norcross for the Newsmaker Line guy and Jerry Farber together. Two shows Friday, three shows on that Saturday, uh, the 27th, 28th. And I'll tell you more about it and get tickets, all that stuff. That's going to be fun. All right, Duran Duran is supporting the Eagles of Death Metal band with their money. British fans are trying to make Eagles of Death Metal's version of Save a Prayer the number one song on iTunes as a show of support after the attacks in Paris against the performers Eagles of Death Metal. That was the band at the the place where they attacked. So now Duran Duran says uh, they will donate all the proceeds from the sale of Save a Prayer on iTunes. We'll give all the proceeds to the uh, victims of the attack and they're considering options that are useful, peaceful, and uniting. So that's, uh, that's a nice thing. All right, hold on. 1221, it's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. Uh, hi, I got Joe and the rabbi and officer. Whoa, well, there's the newsbreaker line. Hold everything. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. And I got a brand new song coming up in just a minute, too, on News Radio 1067. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Donald <laughs> Trump calling. Good Donald. How's it going? How's well, everything? Well, with all that's going around the world, how about a little joke for you? A little yeah. joke. Right, as long as it's not, you know, a Jew to rabbi and a color. Right, okay. Absolutely not. Okay. It was this Jew and this Catholic. Well, and this... Oh, no, wait. See, that's. <laughs> he tried to trick the Kimmer. 
Do you know what Charlie Sheen's YouTube videos and his girlfriends have in common, Kimmer? No, I don't, sir. Both have gone viral. <laughs> 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 Both have gone viral. <laughs> you know, a lot of people expect yours truly, Donald Trump, yes, to yes. trash Bobby Jindal on the way out, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to kick a man when he's down, when, Kimmer. When he's down, sir. Yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, Governor Jindal, he has a state to run, a Super 8 motel to manage, and a slurpy machine that's broken. So let's just give the guy a break. You know, Bobby Jindal just couldn't get anywhere with the voters, and I guess you know why. Well, why is that, sir? Get ready for it. This is the greatest joke ever. All right, sir. It's going to be huge. The laughs are going to be tremendous. All right, we're ready now, sir. He couldn't curry any favor. Curry any foul. Hi-oh. Hey. I put a whole team of writers on that joke. Curry any favors. You know, Bobby's going to do a new sitcom. It's the Indian version of How I Met Your Mother. Oh, what's it called? It's one episode. It's the wedding. Anyway, <laughs> how do you do? And I do. Yes. Well, the world's on heightened alert. Yeah, heightened. Yesterday, the FBI reported suspicious activity over at the Georgia Department of Transportation. Suspicious Kimmer. activity, sir? Yeah, they spotted a road crew doing actual work. <laughs> Obviously, imposters. Talk about blowing your cover, you know. Phony passports, I'm guessing. <laughs> And finally, you know, and, yes, and on a good note, I didn't yeah. mean to joke about Charlie Sheen. He's a very no. good friend of mine. Good friend. And he, he got some good news yesterday. Is that, I didn't hear what... Uh, well, what... Charlie's been asked to star in the next Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Adult movie, I'm guessing? <laughs> What's a millimeter on that thing? <laughs> what the hell caliber is that anyway? <laughs> I put it back in your holster. I'm begging I'm you. just glad he's not doing another hot shot. That's all I like <laughs> to say. <laughs> That's three. There you go. Part two, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. The Donald. <laughs> Mercy. Look out. Yeah, it's only me, all right. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067, 1224. Got a brand new song coming up, and I'll tell you more about how to see Jim Gossett and Jerry Farber together a week from this Friday and Saturday. Uh, uh, Officer Lou is up first on News Radio 1067. Thanks for holding, Officer Lou. I appreciate it. You're on the radio, sir. Good afternoon, Kimmer. I'm a great. I mean, you're a great American. How are you? <laughs> Thank you, sir. Nice to have I'm you aboard. I'm just wondering if uh, we added up all the economic damage done by every domestic and foreign terrorist on U.S. soil, would it even make a mark on the same chart as the economic damage done by not my president, but your traitor, Muslim in chief Barack Obama? Would yeah. it come anywhere near? Not to mention the cultural damage, the racial divide. The uh, the attacks on police officers and why in the heck is that guy still in the White House? You, you know, all that's come under his watch. Officer Lou, it may be that it may go down in history that President Putitat, the deserter in chief, the coward of the White House, may have been in charge of the most destructive presidential administration in American history. Who has done more harm to America and our standing in the world than this guy? Yeah, I really think that uh, that he goes to sleep every night chuckling at how much damage he's been able to do and get away with, and we keep letting him. Uh, you're right. Officer Lou, be careful out there and keep your head down. And by the way, again, I remind you, there's no such thing as a routine traffic stop for a cop. How many cops have been shot in the last year from, quote, routine traffic stops? There's no such thing. If a cop asks you to see your identification, show him. If he asks you to get out of the car, get out of the car. What's the problem?
God, you know, they, the, if you're a cop and you're going up to pull somebody over, you, you're hoping he's not going to shoot you. Yeah. I mean, give yourself a little, put yourself in issues for crying out loud. Here's the rabbi, News Radio 106.7. Rabbi, welcome aboard, sir. Hey, Ken Murray, Semper Fi, and thank you for your service. Thank you, sir. Uh, I think that Islam is hate speech, and I'll give you two proofs. Okay. Number one, any document that says that you should kill, enslave, or convert anybody that disagrees with you, that's hate speech. That's not religion. By definition, that's two, hate speech. Yes, sir. Yes, and number two, where are all these Muslims from care when these terrorist attacks are happening? They, it, the silence is deafening, but the minute you say we need to put a curb on the refugees coming into this country. They can't grab enough cameras and enough microphones. You know, right. not one single Muslim religious leader has ever condemned a terrorist attack that I can find. And they won't because they agree in principle, if not indeed, with what the terrorists are doing. And I haven't exactly seen the uh, blue, white, and red lights of the French flag lighting up any mosques around the area. Have you, Rabbi? No, I have not. And you probably won't either because, like I said, they agree indeed, if not, uh, they agreed in principle, if yeah. not indeed, with yeah. what the terrorists are doing. Rabbi Semperfy, my friend. <laughs> if I only had a waffle. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I was probably trying to think of a different word, and it came out wrong. So what? It's my show. It's Wednesday. It's, we're fooling around all day. 1227. Hold on, Joe. You're up next. <laughs> a new song on News Radio 106.7. This is Marlon Brando. This portion of our show is brought to you by Butterball. I hear it's also the name of a turkey. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Anyway, here's your host for the time being, yeah. Kim Peterson. Uh, I so much. Yeah, make it but off, he can't refuse. <laughs> Look out. All right, stand by. <laughs> it says 1235. This was the day that Paul McCartney released the song Spies Like Us. In 1985. Did they use this for the movie? I hope not. I don't remember this as in the movie. They did it in the movie theme. This was oh, used the in the movie. The movie sucked, and so does this song. Oh, the mo- but the movie, Doctor, Doctor, that's yeah, where we that's got true. the Doctor line. They were on the album cover for this song, so I, is, I don't so. remember. I'll be down. It was 1985, Paul McCartney, Spies Like Us, and they had it in the movie, and that's that's where we get Doctor, yeah, Doctor, for the sighting Doctor. Also, this was a day that uh, Roman Catholic bishops did away with the rule for, uh, for Catholics against eating meat on Fridays. They did away with that rule in 1966 on this day. All right, 1236. It's John the McKimmer, News Radio 106.7. <clears throat> Here's number 404. <clears throat> I beg your pardon. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Brett, Austin, Joe, Robbie. Let me get to Audie is uh, very upset with the camera for some reason, so let's get her on the phone first. Audie, welcome aboard. Thanks for holding. You're on the radio. Hi. Hi. So, you know, I listen to your show occasionally on my way to go pick up my daughter. Um, it's usually by accident. But anyways, that's besides the point. Yeah. And I'm just pretty disgusted in all your callers, all your listeners that are calling in with their racist, bigot remarks. And I'm kind of disgusting by your fear-mongering show. Uh, I mean, we- honestly, it's just pretty disturbing. And I think you should show a little more responsibility than that. Uh, Let's talk about, you know, Syrian refugees. I mean, honestly, what we should be afraid of, what about all those homebred, white, male, Christian, right-wing Republican terrorists that are in our backyard Blowing up airliners and attacking people in Paris and uh, slaughtering Jews. No, blowing up and attacking abortion clinics. 
When's the last time we had an abortion school? clinic attacked by a right-wing Catholic it Republican? It yesterday, but when was the last time a church was was um, attacked? Well, okay, if, let, let's start at the beginning. Who? Let's start at the beginning. You by said who? you were... Let's start at the beginning. Let's that. start at the beginning. You said that we were making racist... We were making... You can't talk to these people. You can't talk to them. Talk to these people? Yeah, yeah. Loudmouths like you who don't let me react to your accusations against my listeners and me on this show. If you want to talk about it, let's talk about it. If you want to just go ahead and blither, then go ahead and blither. I'm the one that called to speak my mind. Yeah, and I would like to answer your your accusations, and you uh, refuse to cooperate. So if you want to just blither, go ahead, blither. I'll give you, tell me when you're done, and then we'll jump in. Ready, go. Where is the outrage about that? Why aren't we... About um, what? About your homebred white male Republican right wing Christian terrorists that are in our own backyard. Why aren't outrage about more what? I still about don't that? know about what. About because white honestly, people? Honestly, I fear that more than I fear. A oh, you're being ridiculous. Now, you know that's not true, Audie. You know that's ridiculous. What the, the, is ridiculous? What's who's blowing true? up people around the world? It's the Muslims. You're not listening to me. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm listening. I'm being responsible by saying the people blowing up people around the world today, the every single case is Muslims. Killing our own people. What about those terrorists? What about what those? about Why what about the, uh, the outraged about those? What about the population of Chicago that's got racist? the worst murder rate in the country with black on black crime? So let's get real. Let's call it what it is. Let's call it what it is. What? What is it? It's racist and it's bigotry. What I am is? just as upset about terrorists that are Muslim, that are extremists. I, I, I am just about that. But let's talk about the terrorists I, that are own in our own backyard. I, I'm not let's sure who you're that. calling terrorists. White I don't think Republicans. You've never been as outraged as you were as much as about all these Syrian refugees that people are saying, oh, God, don't let them in. God forbid that five-year-old orphan is going to blow us up. Well, a woman just blew up some people in Paris, and she was a woman. And Putty Tat thinks, well, you don't, be, you can't Did be afraid of widows and First children. All, let me, let, let me, and by let the me, way, how many children of you Muslims myself, have strapped bombs myself, to their bodies and murdered innocent people here. using let children? The only religion here. in the world that uses children for terrorist bombs is Muslims. We're talking about specific terrorist right. acts. Right, specific terrorist acts by Muslims. Here in our backyard. It doesn't matter how they kill each other or kill other people. Tell me the latest terrorist attack in our, in our backyard. backyard. Like what? We do. Like we do. what? Why aren't you just as outraged? <laughs> about what? I just finished telling you about yeah, Give what? me the example of the white terrorism what of the about, white Republicans the, committing terrorism that, in, the act, that in America. That, that attacked and killed, what, I don't know, how many people in that church? Oh, that wasn't a terrorist. That was a psychopath. Who was a racist? That wasn't a terrorist. <clears throat> yeah, that was one guy. Let's talk about uh, the people guy. of Ferguson, Missouri, who tried to kill a, a cop and then lied about it and then burned down the town. Incident. And that's the problem: is that you people tend to just you just people blow these people off like, oh, it's just an isolated incident. He wasn't really one of us. Bull crap. He is. Oh God, I'm getting so excited. It's all right about now. being racist and a bigot, and that's what you and you, your fear mongering show does. Let's get real. Let's call it what it is. I think I was married to her. I'm almost positive. Let's call it what it is. Seriously, and that's your response. Just says it all. Well, ma'am, I think you're. I, I hope you don't raise children with that kind of vicious, bigoted outlook on life. I hope to God you weren't raising children with that kind of attitude. You're raising more white-hating racist apologists for terrorists by trying to blame white people. People here that are racist and bigots. Oh my God! And that's the only reason why I'm calling because I'm calling you out on your bullcrap. 
Okay. Just call it what it is. All right. Well, I, I appreciate your calling. Oh, I completely God, disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think you're a danger. I, I think you're a dangerous. Uh, you've already had a kid, so it's too late to have your tubes tied. Right. But uh, I, I guarantee you that that little girl you're raising is going to be a nightmare. She she's going to grow up as a hater just like you, Audie. I, I, I'm I'm ashamed for you, honestly. You're going to raise a kid to be a hater just like you. Complaining that the white Republican Catholics and Christians are committing terrorism in in America. Oh, come on, open your eyes. Have a cup of coffee or something. Jesus. All right, Mark and Austin, Brett and Joe and Robbie, I promise I'll get everybody on, but that that's just appalling. She's raising her daughter to think like that. Oh, but man. She doesn't listen. <sighs> she, she never listens to <laughs> no, no, doesn't listen to the camera. All right, 1242. Well, don't you see what this means? It's been 22.3 years, so AIDS is finally funny. Hey, everybody. Age is finally funny. Age is funny. There you go. Well, we've done it again, you white bigots. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Yeah. News Radio 1067. Yeah. Hello out there. (laughs) Bullwinkle here. And this portion of our show is brought to you by I Got Plenty of Nothing. I Got Plenty of Nothing. What's the first line of any speech delivered by the Kimmer? (laughs) Yeah. And now here he is until Friday, Kim Peterson. (laughs) I got nothing. Let's say it. By the way, we're watching the news feed, and the latest information coming from Paris now about the Muslim attackers is that they were using the special Mother of Satan suicide vests. They were using a combat, it's called T-A-T-P, or some variation of letters of tetracyclopropotene, whatever the hell that is. And it's, it's known to a Muslim killers as the Mother of Satan suicide vest. It's sensitive to heat as well as motion, so it's almost guaranteed to go off. So that's your uh, Muslim suicide vest update for today. But again, it says white Republicans who are the, the terrorists in American soil. This is Kim Wilde. She was born on this day 55 years ago, an English chick. Uh, Kim Wilde, England. I guess it's not English at all. I thought she was born in England and misread my own. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> ah, I see you. Uh, the 1959 Ben Hur, the biblical era spectacle starring Charlton Heston. At its world premiere in New York in 1959. Yeah, well, well, 1251. I got all, I got a billion calls. I promise the lines are nuts. Uh, Robbie and Joe and Brad and Austin and Mark. Oh, wait, Newsmaker Line. Let's see who's on the old Newsmaker Line first. Uh, good afternoon. Hello, who is this? <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Heston. Congratulations. A big day for you, Mr. Heston. <laughs> well, what's that, sir? Today is the anniversary of the premiere of your blockbuster movie, <laughs> Ben Hur. Ben Hur, yes, sir. <laughs> The story of Chastity Bono. (laughs) It was the sequel to The Girl with Something Extra. (laughs) Special appearance by the Dixie Chicks. Wait a minute, that's That's not right. Dixie. (laughs) It's a location, sir. Hey, I've got a joke for you, Mr. Uh, Heston. Well, as long as it's not, you know, a Jew to color boy in a Catholic way. <laughs> I would never tell that. No, no, it sir. seems there was this Jew and this Catholic. <laughs> no, see, this... Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you, know the, you know the difference between Mr. Ed and the Kimmer? No, I don't, sir. Well, Mr. Ed never speaks unless he's got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I was awful. I'm embarrassed, and I always will be. I can't speak. Audie thinks, talk about filled with hate. She must have been in your audience the other day. She doesn't like the Kimmer. That's she wants to see Phil with hate. She needs to check out a Kimmer speech sometime. <laughs> Talk about I hear that hateful. thing went over like a Chipotle burrito in a punch bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means to you. <laughs> I didn't realize Mr. Heston's yes. speech in Cobb County had religious overtones. Religious overtones, sir? Well, I heard several hundred people stood up and shouted the name of the Lord as they ran for the exits. <laughs> Regular Billy Graham up there. <laughs> and now it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for a visitor from the East, the amazing Charnak the Magnificent. Charnak the Magnificent, sir. The answer is, last one out is a rotten egg. Last one out is a rotten egg. What did they say at a Charlie Sheen pool party? Oh! Maybe oh. <laughs> <laughs> the least of your worries. <laughs> the answer is, you're fired. You're fired. What do you say to the guy that hired Kimmer to speak to your group? <laughs> That'll never happen again. The answer is Syrian refugees and a full set of teeth. Syrian refugees and a full set of teeth. Name two things you'll never see in the state of Alabama. <laughs> I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen, the final envelope. Last one off. May your only son learn firsthand what Cox Broadcasting means by triple team coverage. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is, yes. put it there, pal. Put it there, pal. What will no one be saying to Charlie Sheen it anymore? No. <laughs> <laughs> Here, there, and everywhere. <laughs> Tarnak, the magnificent. Hands up, get him up. Yeah, baby. Look Hello. out. I'm Mr. <laughs> 12.55. Hold everything. Let's quickly get to Brett, and then I want to get to Mark. And all. I got all you guys. Hey, Brett, you're on the radio. Brett, the truck driver. What's up, man? Hey, hey, trucker's got a horn to give her. Be careful out there in this weather. Oh, you ain't got to worry about me. All right, man. What's up? Hey, uh, if I was a bad man, Cameron, I would be willing to say that she was married to a Muslim. And uh, also, I don't know about her, but my nipples are hard as a rock. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing myself. And quickly to Mark, I got a minute before the break here on News Radio 1067. It's all yours, Mark. Welcome. What's up, man? Hey, Cameron, I just wanted to say I love the show. Thanks. And I was listening to this girl just rant and rave and didn't give you a chance to even say anything. But it kind of reminds me of what's going on in the world, man. Look at what happened at Dartmouth College the other night. It is racism. It's just backwards from what they're trying to say it is. Yeah. They've become the racists, and now they're bringing everything on us. Yeah. And it is racism, plain and simple. Yeah. It's running rapid. Mark, I appreciate it. I just got this uh, fax in from T. Latimer, T.E. Latimer. says, Tweet one, Kimmer Show, the last female Carla was right on target. Your show is racist, and you disrespect POTUS. Yet your name is not on the ballot, SMH. I don't know what that means. Uh, tweet two, don't cut 
Shaking my head. Oh, good. Uh, don't cut that lady off by name calling and cursing her child. You are an old, racist, hateful, leftover appendage of Jim Crow. Nailed it. <laughs> Kiss my foot. <laughs> that, that's crap. Eat, yeah, stick it in your hat and pull it over your ears. Yeah. I'm as as hell. Jim Crow. I'm not going to take this anymore. Go to hell. My God. 1257 on News Radio 106.7. <laughs> Before you leave for your long-awaited trip to Europe, Africa, or Alpharetta, make sure you make your way to showcase photo and video and see John Williams and the team. Not only are they Atlanta's premier authorized dealer for Nikon, Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Fiji, Blackmagic Design, Olympus, and more, the Showcase School remains a pioneer in field of adult photography education. Located at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, call them today. Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer, 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676 or showcaseinc.com. This is Muhammad Ali, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Flow like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Kim is on weekdays, noon to three, and it's so pretty. Right here on News Radio 1067. When the Kimmer starts to make sense, yeah. it's time to double your medication. <laughs> the Kimmer Show on double News my Radio 106.7. <laughs> I gotta stop this drinking <laughs> during the news. In the car. Painted up your lips and the elevator. Curled your tinted hair. During meetings. <laughs> 104. Look out, it's only the Kimmer. Ruby, are you contemplating? The old, racist, hateful, old, <laughs> old, racist, hateful, leftover appendage of Jim Crow. Uh, racist, disrespectful to POTUS, yet your name's done on the ballot, SMH, from T. Latimer. And you know what, T, uh, Gary, you can call me all the names you want, and you're welcome to call up and call me all the names you want, like Audi did there in, in a second. But uh, if you don't want to hear the reaction, then, you know, then don't bother. Then you're just screaming. And by the way, for the record, I will guarantee you that I have done more for positive race relations in this country than you ever have, T. Latimer. I'll guarantee it. I'll guarantee it. Including writing letters of support for uh, black criminals who I thought deserved uh, something of a break when they were about to be sentenced for felonies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. And I w- started out, okay, T, I, I'll, I, I started in, ni- God, what was it, 1974. 1974, maybe 75, 74, 75. I started, uh, my company I was working for, started our first minority hiring program and ran it myself. So, you know, you want to call names to get your crap together first. Freaking Never racism. come back. I hate, by the way, she, and, and uh, John Boy went into her, her Twitter cage page there, uh, uh, Tease Loves Will, and uh, she's a Bernie Sanders supporter, and she tweeted when Lamar Odom, the uh, crackhead, degenerate, sleazebag, whoremongering, Vegas uh, pimp guy, uh, basketball star, Lamar Odom went into his drug-induced coma. Uh, she tweeted out, Oh, get well, big bro. Get well, big bro. God, I know where your priorities lie. Instead of worrying about America... Oh, God, I just this just bothers the crap out of me. All right, hold, I got your call. Robbie, Joe, Austin, I promise you'll get right to you. Why'd you play that song? Oh, I never yeah. said why I did it. 
well, hold on a minute. Here we go. <laughs> See, I got distracted. How unusual. Don't take your love. Uh, Kenny Rogers says when you start out as a country singer, you don't think about awards, you think about surviving. Well, country music is going to honor Kenny Rogers as artist of a lifetime during the CMT Artist of the Year special next month. And Kenny Rogers will do one more world tour, and then he's retiring. Uh, the CMT will also give out a trophy, the Breakout Award, to Chris Stapleton. He won uh, the, the uh, what was it, the CMT. Grammy stuff recently. But wasn't he Artist CMA. of the Year? CMA. C- yeah. He won the CMA thing, but he's given, been given a Breakout Award. Artist of the Year honorees for the CMT people are Blake Shelton, Little Big Town, Luke Bryan, Sam Hunt, and Florida Georgia Line. So there you go. All right, look up. Uh, at 107, I promise to get all your calls. What? So, oh yeah, we got a new song for you, and, and I want to get, but I want to get all these calls, uh, and I want to also reminder, the Newsmaker Line guy Jim Gossett and Jerry Farber are going to be performing together five shows next week, not this Friday and Saturday, but next Friday and Saturday, Thanksgiving weekend, Friday and Saturday, twenty seventh and twenty eighth. Jim Gossett, the Newsmaker Line guy, and Jerry Farber, two shows on Friday the twenty seventh, three shows on Saturday the twenty eighth at the Atlanta Comedy Theater in Norcross. I don't have the times because it'd be too confusing to list them up, but you can go to, here's the website, atlcomedytheater.com. atlcomedytheater.com. It's in Norcross. Uh, that's the website. You can check out the, and it'll be uh, next weekend, Friday and Saturday. Uh, five shows. Really, really cool. Wow. All right, uh, two of the phones. Uh, uh, Austin, I think, has been hanging the longest to get right to you guys uh, coming. Out. Austin, welcome aboard. Thanks for holding. I really appreciate your patience. You're finally on the radio, sir. Hi, thanks, Kimmer. How are you today? Fine, thanks very much. What's up? Cool. First thing, real, real quick, I love the Pope, and I love uh, <laughs> Leslie Dove and Donald Sterling. <laughs> oh, we haven't had Donald Sterling in a while. That's true. Well, <laughs> bring we'll bring him back. back. We'll bring, bring him, him back. We, we will. Uh, okay, so what I want, I just wanted to respond to the rabbi that was on earlier, and he mentioned that, you know, no Muslim organization, he mentioned CARE by name, that um, has condemned the uh, the attacks in Paris and Beirut and and um, the other areas of the world. And, I mean, that, I just wanted to set the record straight. I mean, they have, if you go to their Facebook page, um, they, they have many of the care chapters around the country, and the official care page have uh, vehemently denied, or not denied, but have, uh, have condemned the attacks in a very uh, forceful way. So I just, I just wanted to set the record straight. That, well, that I'm, not sure, really I, I'm not sure I would use either vehement or forceful. I mean, obviously they're going to come on and say, oh, we condemn these attacks because it's a bastardization of the peaceful religion of Islam. Well, you know, they're going to have to say that, but I don't see them out marching in the street with signs. I don't see them arming uh, places to try to protect uh, Jewish sites. I don't see them doing... I, I didn't see them lighting up their uh, mosques in red, white, and blue uh, French flag colors uh, the way that so many other places around the world did. You know, I mean, they have to... Obviously, they're going to condemn violence, but that's not... To me, that's not a reaction. That's just a bunch of words they released on a paper. I didn't see anybody do anything. No, and and, that, and that's fair enough. They can always do more. But I mean, I just wanted to let your listeners know that they did make they did make a statement. And, you know, there have been events in the past where there have been interfaith events where Jewish, Christian, Muslim, Hindu, they've all, you know, there, there was moments, I believe there was a moment in Europe earlier this year where people, you know, got together and they did they formed a human chain around the synagogue and yeah, so, I mean, okay, they, they I'll give you things, that. But they, they, they could always, they can always do more, no doubt yeah. about it. But I just wanted to, I just wanted to set the record straight so uh, that listeners thanks, know Austin. that there I, have been statements. I appreciate it. Okay, thanks, man. And now, for example, I don't see him uh, uh, advertising to get young men in America, young Muslim men in America, to sign up to go back to the Middle East to fight for their uh, security and liberty of their own countries. I don't see him doing any of that. We have Americans signing up to go into battle to fight them over in Europe. Why the hell aren't they going? 
what are the Muslims doing here now? Why don't they, why aren't they over in freaking Egypt and uh, Lebanon and Jordan and Syria and Iraq and Iran uh, try and Afghanistan are trying to kill the bad guys? They flee over to here and let us do it. That's right. Uh, how about how about this? How about all you Arabs, Muslim lovers, flee to America and let us go over there to take care of your battles for you, and then you demand that we change our culture for you over here when you should be over there fighting. You know, I'm just sick of this. This is a bunch of crap. Hi, uh, here's uh, Joe on News Radio 1067. Hello, Joe. How's it going? Hey, uh, you know, ISIS is a bunch of nut job, murder freaks, psychos, yeah, blood extremists, psychos, yeah, criminals. Um, and, you know, the only hope they have is if we uh, equate those nut jobs with Islam. You know, that's their message is we represent Islam. And that's, you know, that's the only way they stand a chance of succeeding anywhere is if they can increase their ranks. And if the if people say, oh, yeah, you know, all of Islam is bad. So I think when you're, you know, you're basically spreading the message for the terrorists. You, you're saying, I mean, you think about if you're a terrorist, they got to love the Kimmer show and people like that who start saying that all of Islam is bad. So I, mean, I think about, you know, you're you're a serviceman, you know, you defended your country, you fought for your country, and now you're you're like on the wrong side. You're like betraying your country. How in the what? world did you get to that This is a typical apologist for the for the killers. Trying to explain the killers that I'm not spreading a message of hate for ISIS. Are you nuts? What are you talking about? Because I'm calling the, the calling the bad guys the bad guys? Yep. That I'm spreading the hate for ISIS? That's the plant. That's what they're trying to do. Is anyone who stands yeah. up against them to say, oh, no, yeah. you're helping Now, you I'm out. the bad guy by speaking out. So I'm the racist, so and I'm right. the bad guy for speaking out. Right. You know, I'm the one who's willing to put on a freaking uniform and strap on a bunch of guns and go shoot some people if need be and take a few shots if need be to put my money where my mouth is. But you big talkers come on and start throwing all these vicious attacks to, to people who are just trying to make the American public aware of what the hell's going on over here, including what Puttitak can't believe a woman blew up a police dog and some other people today outside of Paris. Oh, you're afraid of women and children? I'm afraid of women carrying bombs if they're Muslim. Yeah, yeah. idiot. Jesus, God in heaven, one thirteen. Man, nobody wants to be in a sequel to my new movie or the Hot Shot sequel. <laughs> <laughs> but first, the Kimmer now. Yeah. And news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Yeah. On news Radio one zero six seven. Yeah. This is John Lovitz, hey, John. and this portion of the Kimmer Show is <laughs> yes, brought right. to you by yes. the Clinton Foundation. Oh, Clinton. We made some mistakes, yeah, mistakes, yeah. Yeah. on our last two, three, four, seven <laughs> tax returns, <laughs> all in our favor. What a coincidence. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And now here's your host, Kim Thank Peterson. Thank you. But it had nothing to do with getting money from people while you were in office or anything like that, so. Oh, God. 120, it's only the Kimmer. Zane Malik is answering questions from his fans about what in the world happened with him in One Direction. You know, he's quitting, and if you have a teenage daughter, you probably watched her cry a bunch of tears over that piece of news when it came out several months ago. Well, Zane Malik says he wanted to quit the band for a very long time. He said, I just wanted to go home from the beginning. I was always thinking it. I woke up one morning and I said, I'm being completely honest. I, I just need to go home. I need to get out of here. I had enough. Uh, he said the the inability to contribute creatively to the music is what was frustrating. Uh, he said whenever I would suggest something, it didn't fit. I was, was not 100% behind the music. It just wasn't me. As much as we were the biggest, most famous boy band in the world, it felt weird. We were told to be happy about something we were not happy about. 
And Zane Malik said he finally just had to quit. He couldn't take it. So, uh, well, at least he's being honest. Uh, let's see. I'll get right back to your phones. Newsbreaker Line, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Coming up here. Uh, on this day in 1307, 1307, William Tell shot an apple off his son's head. Allegedly. Allegedly. And he told the sheriff, if I miss, I'm killing you next. So there you go. All right, a couple of birthdays quickly. Uh, Jameson Parker. Wasn't he one of the Hardy Boys, maybe? Or, uh, boy, no, I think he was in Simon and Simon. What Simon and Simon. It might have been the guy. Jameson Parker, 68 today. Linda Evans from, what was it, Big Valley? and uh, di- uh, Dynasty. Dynasty or, or the yeah, other one? Big Dal- Valley Dynasty. And Dynasty. Dynasty. Yeah. Linda Evans is 73 today. Yowie. All right, look out. It's only me. 121 on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. Uh, let me quickly get to D and Newsbreaker line coming up. Hello, D. Welcome. Thanks for holding you on the radio. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Uh, first thing I want to address is that lunatic woman that called in. Audie, yes, ma'am. Uh, there are truly a lot of atrocities here in America as it is. But to let those refugees or whatever you want to call them come into this country, she needs to get a grip and realize that would be a fatal mistake of mega proportion well it's potentially uh, it's potentially very dangerous we all know that we all know now there were like eight passport fake passports found from syrian refugees in the bombing sites and the killers in paris exactly so it's true it's we're not making it up they're they're sneaking in their terrorists and you know that they've been sneaking into america my god what about the guy in Chattanooga, the Muslim who shot the uh, 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 Skip Wells and those uh, three other Marines and the sailor, for God's sakes? There was an American Muslim who had been who had gone overseas, trained overseas, came back and killed people. We're supposed to what, pretend it didn't happen? It's my I'm, I'm the bad guy because I'm pointing out what these vicious, bloodthirsty, Satan-loving scuzzbags are doing? No, and I agree with you completely. You hit the nail on the head when you said that those uh, refugees need to fight for their own country. Yeah, they have. They if make us go fight for their country. They come over here and want us to change our culture for them when they should be over there fighting for their own culture. Yeah. By God. <laughs> I'm glad you called, D. I got to run because I got the newsbreaker line. Let's use on the old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. The world needs ditch diggers, too. <laughs> hey, <Eddie>. Judge Smales. <laughs> hey, Judge from Caddyshack. How's it going? When I hear you beating yourself up about that speech you gave I last week, it horrible. couldn't have been that bad, right? Oh, it was embarrassing. It was hideous. Well, I've written a little poem to hope oh. we console you about well, the whole thank thing. thank you, Judge. A Judge Schmale's poem. <clears throat> it's easy to frown and feel really down because <laughs> your speech wasn't much of a hit. <laughs> the killer is sad and he feels really bad because everything he came up with was surely not welcome <laughs> by the audience. I need some work, Tokyo. <laughs> what rhymes with hit? What rhymes with... <laughs> I'm sure the guy who booked you could tell me what rhymes with hit. I think they probably could. <laughs> Judge. Is it true that after you walked off stage, you said, I don't understand, it's the worst speech I ever gave? <laughs> Keep it you, fair. I tell you, I should have stayed home and spoke to myself. <laughs> And Ty Webb came up and said, Kimmer, yes. you're not you're not good. You're not good. No. <laughs> you're not good. My my dad never liked you. <laughs> we built this club. We served we fought together. Yes. A lot of people are worry, worrying about the yeah. Syrian refugee, refugee. program. Yes, sir. Yeah. Including Mayor Kasim Reed. Oh, the mayor's upset, is he? 
Yeah, Kasim is concerned that some Syrian Christians might accidentally sneak through. You know, <laughs> the last thing Kasim Reed wants in his own personal mecca. <laughs> Let's face it, Kimmer, when yes, it sir. comes to Protestants from other lands, yes, sir. Kasim Reed is about as unwelcoming as the Cherokee Christian Academy. <laughs> That's a place wouldn't let my producer Wayne's kid go to kindergarten because he worked with me. Don't they have a theme song over there, Cherokee Christian Academy? Yes, it goes something like this. Yes, sir. <laughs> Jesus loves the little children, except that one and those two over there. Discrimination may be wrong, but some people don't belong. You got a pool over there? Bushwood loves the little children, just, just not, not yours. yours. Hey, Fred, you hear the one about the Jew and no, the cat? No, no, Judge, no, Judge, no. One more thing, finally yes, some good news for Charlie Sheen. Oh, good news for Charlie? Well, he's been cast to play Spider-Man. Re- Spider-Man, really? I don't, well, I'm he's like... already got the radioactive blood part down there. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Charlie. Poor Charlie. Well, here's a guy who had it all. He had it all. <laughs> Chlamydia, gonorrhea, herpes, uh, virus. you know, you... I had it all, man. I had it all. I had it all. (laughs) Winning. 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 Tiger blood. Tiger blood. (laughs) Kelly, thanks, Judge. Always a daughter's troll. Losers. (laughs) Judge Smales right here. Hey, Whitey, where's your hat? Mercy. All right. You know, I just, I'm not making this. I promise Pam and Sean and Robbie and Helen, I will promise to get all you on. When I came in this morning, we got together with Pete, and I said, I got nothing. I mean, everything's all the Paris stuff, and I don't have any issues, topics. So we, we got about 45 stories of jokes and fun stories. And I said, I'm just going to tell fun stories because it's a crappy day weather-wise. Traffic's going to suck. My horse is trapped inside, so I'm just going to make people laugh all day. And now we're getting Well, that didn't quite work out the way we planned it. But anyway, we got it all coming up. It's 127, and it's only me, and I promise I'll get all your calls coming up here next on News Radio. I'm Eric Erickson from WSB, (laughs) and this portion of our show is brought to you by Kirk Mellish. My exclusive (laughs) forecast, a big warm front is headed my way, (laughs) and temperatures should moderate. Thanks, Kirk, and now here's your host, the Kimmer. (laughs) Thank you so much, boys. 135 now, as we kind of slow it down. Ladies' choice, right here. Wider than a mile. All right, we're taking requests. You in this was the day that Johnny Mercer was born in 1909 in Savannah, Georgia. Not only did he write Moon River, he also wrote that old black magic uh, that loves so well. <laughs> hey, welcome aboard. He also wrote the I don't think he wrote that one. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else we got? A couple of birthdays. I got some birthdays. Um, but um, but um, uh, Allison Tolman, the actress from the TV show Fargo, is thirty-four. By the way, I saw that last night. I, I'm always a day. I watch him. Ron Swanson from uh, Parks and Rec is great in this character on the new Fargo's TV. Oh man, it's hysterical. And there's a lot of. I mean, it's a very, very adult show, but it's well done. Uh, Chloe Seventy, I thought it was, I always thought it was Savigny. It's Chloe Seventy is forty-one today, and Elizabeth Perkins was she the one who played in Big? I think so. Uh, she's uh, fifty-five today. Elizabeth Perkins, a pretty brunette chick, was in Big. She played the girl in Big. All right, one thirty-six. I got newsmaker lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. <clears throat> I got a new song. I got to get on, but I have so many calls. And honestly, we're, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't mean to be a screamer and a yeller, and I don't. I'm certainly not trying to be 
a troublemaker. But honest, I'm so fed up with this crap about people still, still today, after what's happened in Paris again, defending the innocent Muslim religion and blaming guys like me as some kind of Jim Crow racist trying to foment violence. And then we had the other, we actually had a call, a guy called in earlier and said that I'm helping ISIS by blaming Muslims for the terrorism around the world, which only helps ISIS. And I don't really understand any of that, but I, once again, I've been blamed. All right, let's get to Pam on News Radio 1067. Pam, thanks for holding. I really do appreciate how patient you've been, and you are finally on the radio. Welcome. That man doesn't have enough sense coming out of the rain camera. <laughs> well, I want to just thank you for all you do and this voice, you, your service to the country, and not only as a Marine, as a talk show host, for us that you know love this country, for, for the people who love it and want everything to be great, you light up our lives. I mean, I just, I don't know what I would do with that. So my head would explode <laughs> with people like that. I have relatives like that that, not on my side of the family, on my husband's side. Yeah, but anyway, that, that think, you know, kumbaya, let's all hold hands and everybody be happy. That is not the world we live in. Wake up, people. Yeah. Pam, I really appreciate the kind words. I just, you know, people don't speak for those of us who are, I mean, those of us who are upset about all this aren't racist. We, there's not a racist thing, and it has anything to do with this stuff. If, if it had been Lutherans, I guarantee you we'd be talking about the Lutherans. I mean, it, it's got nothing to do with race. And how can, it be, how can it be racist when we're talking about a religion anyway? It's not, I mean, that's not a racial thing. They're Caucasians. It, they're white people. <laughs> you know, we're blasting white people. Oh, God. All right, hold on. Here's uh, Robbie on News Radio 1067. Helen and Bill and Sean coming up. Robbie, thanks for your patience, too, man. I appreciate it. You're on the radio. Hi, Bob. Big yes, fan. Big fan. Thanks. Um, real quick, I wanted to say to that Obama voter that uh, called in earlier out yeah. there, you call, call in the Kimmer Show, uh, insult the Kimmer, the Kimmer, and take up my airtime. And insult uh, you, too. Yeah, insult yeah, you, too, Robbie. Too. You're a bunch That's of correct. white, racist, Jim Crow bigots who uh, hate every, all black people and hate Muslims and. I mean that's just uh, it's, it's, it's the right. name calling from the from the other side is is been appalling. Yeah, but she took up my airtime too. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> um, and then number two, um, let's think. Uh, let's keep our prayers out for those uh, the folks in Covington that lost their family member at the Walmart tragedy the other night. Oh and, man, uh, can you believe that story? Guy ran over that lady in the parking lot apparently more than once. Well, that's close to home, Kimmer. A lot of my friends were family members with her. Oh, and, man, uh, I'm so sorry. What a horrible, horror! And they're still looking for him, I think, aren't they? Oh, yeah, they haven't found him. Oh, uh, man. Well, let's keep our eyes open. Number three, real quick. Yeah. Uh, I did hear on Talk 106.7 this morning the uh, news that I'm, it may be in the near future, but um, the guy you call Putty Cat yeah. um, is going to bring 120000 more in January. But uh, January of 2017, but his date out of office is supposed to be January 20th. Yeah, next year. How does how does that happen? Yeah, the year after. Uh, well, not next year. The election is next year. The year after that, he's out. I, I, don't, I don't understand, Bob, Robbie, but, you know, he, he's the pro of executive orders, and he keeps issuing them, so maybe he's going to try to pull an end run again because he knows the country's not supporting him, but he's going to do it anyway. Well, I'm going to quote... Uh, I'm going to quote... Um, Somebody famous, I'm sure. Did we lose him? Uh, uh, sorry, Robbie, we lost you. Uh, quickly to Helen. Uh, I got Bill and Sean coming up. Helen on News Radio 106.7. Hi, Helen. Welcome aboard. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I just thought you would be so interested to know that yes. your viewpoint of Putty Cat is 
getting some traction in Russia. Really? A Russian official was quoted as saying that Obama is like a cat who wants to eat the fish but doesn't want to get his feet wet. Yeah. So I thought you would like that. Sylvester the cat he's... going after the... I thought I thought put it there. <laughs> and I'm confused about this whole Syrian thing because didn't Mrs. Bill Clinton, that poor abused wife... The poor the white woman, yeah. From a, yeah. Uh -huh. Didn't she say that Syria is someone else's problem? So I'm confused. That doesn't include the refugees. Uh, so yeah. Maybe you could clarify that. Yeah, there's no me, clarifying. It's it's, it's excuse-making. And, Alan, thanks again. I appreciate it. It's, it's, it's the worst kind of excuse-making. It, it, it's trying to legitimize horror by blaming the people who are simply criticizing it and trying to stop it, and then we're the bad guys. I, I, I just don't get it. Uh, quickly to, uh, uh, here's Bill on something totally different, and then we got Sean and Gary coming up. Hello, Bill. Welcome aboard. What's up, man? Hey, Bill. Uh, good show, John. <laughs> Thank I'm you. The glass bar. I'm still wrapped up in it's, what's going on. It's all right, Listen, man. A couple of weeks ago in the weekend, I think it was CNN, did a great two-hour special on Glenn Campbell. Did you catch it? I saw part of that, yeah. Uh, he's oh, one man. of my favorite interviews of all time. I really was impressed with well, him as a man. Yeah, I was thinking about you when when the show was on because it was something else. It was really good. Well, I Especially appreciate you got to run Simple Five. I'm sure you uh, flew in one of my C-130s in Cameron Bay, South Vietnam. Uh, that's the sound of liberty, my man. You hear them air, oh. aircraft engines roaring up above and smell that napalm and that gasoline. Damn that's right. the, nothing that, better, buddy. That's freedom, baby. That's freedom and liberty. And don't forget I'll it. I'll tell you something else yes. there, Mr. Bronson. <laughs> yes. I never met the Kimmer. Oh, <laughs> no no way, why? But why? The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. My friends, yes. this is John McCain. Yes, sir. And this portion of our show is brought to you by Enhanced Interrogation. Oh. If waterboarding doesn't work, no. just play him a speech by the Kimmer. <laughs> They'll cop to the Kennedy assassination. And now here he is, Cave my friend, Kim Peterson. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, 150. Now, we can play this one, right? Okay. Hold on. We got uh, Sean and Gary and Keith and Gino and John and Newsbreaker Line, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Yeah, but first, a little happy birthday, Kirk Hammett from Metallica, 53 today. Actor Damon Wayans, Jr., 33 today. Uh, let's see what else we got here. This was the day... In 1964, J. Edgar Hoover, director of the FBI, described civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr. as the most notorious liar in the country. Uh, Hoover allegedly accused uh, Martin Luther King of claiming that FBI agents would not act on complaints filed by black people. And called, uh, called J. Edgar Hoover called Martin Luther King the most notorious liar in the country. This day. All right, 151, it's on the Kimmer, 844-404-1067. Quickly, let me get to Sean, Newsmaker Line coming up. Hello, Sean, thanks for holding. I appreciate you on the radio, finally. Hey, Kimber, hey, I, I got to say that you're right um, about what you're saying. You said this is not about black and white. This is not about black and white people. It's actually about religion. It's just totally that. We, we You know, uh, our politicians don't want to say, say that, but the simple fact, it is about religion. Yeah. Um, Mayor Deal... Mayor Nathan Deal and the, the rest of the 16 other, um, I'm sorry, not Governor, Mayor, but yeah. Governor Nathan Deal and yeah. the rest of the 16 other governors, they're right about what they're doing because the Constitution actually states that 
It says that we have to protect this country against foreign and domestic terrorists. So unfortunately that, you know, that, that we have Muslims that, you know, we have Muslims and, you know, anybody that, that's out there who's, who, who has a family member that, that's a Muslim, yeah. and he, he or she may be a good Muslim, but the, the fact is is that we are against um, ISIS, which is ISIS has, de, has declared that there are um, th- that everything that they do is underneath uh, Muslim religion. Yeah. So it, it, on, it, with that being said, is that again we have politicians who don't want to to um, to, to, to say, well, look, well, this is not this is not the reason. But the reason is, is that if you look at, you know, um, look, any money, you know, anything in here in America is, is based about yeah. what? Christian religion. Yeah. OK. Yeah. So unfortunately that, you know, again, we, we want to keep these values. Imagine if the Muslims took over America. You, a, a lot of people who, 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 are, who are gay, they wouldn't have these type of things. Yeah. Or women. My God. Make it, and the way they treat their women, too, Sean. I mean, you're right, absolutely right. Absolutely. This, we have to be we have to worry about security in our own country. I mean, nobody wants to be a bigot. But my God, you can't be an idiot either. Hey, there's a news breaker line. <laughs> Let's see who's on the old news breaker line first. Good afternoon. We must much and oh, must so, we much about duh, that. Duh, duh. Duh. Now, shop to the read. only person I know who make Kimmel look like a gifted speaker. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Rev. How's it going? Well, that soccer match in Turkey, the, they were all the peoples were yelling Allah Akbar yeah. and death to America. Yeah, yeah. For a second, I thought I was listening to an editorial board meeting over at the AJC, <laughs> where subscribers are dropping like Charlie Queen acquaintances or members of the Rock One Other Morning Show. They're dropping off, is what I'm trying to say, man. Disappearing suddenly, are they? <laughs> Rock One Other Morning Show. I mean, at least Dr. Ben Carson stabs you in the front, you know. <laughs> Something I was hoping maybe you could explain to yours truly how Charlotte yes, was Charlotte Sheen inducted into the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame. He was in, was he inducted into the radio? I don't think well, so. I heard he was involved with a bunch of prostitutes, pay for play, several thousand dollars. <laughs> I think... Like poor Southside Steve, Charlie wound up getting screwed, so I figured it was something to do with the Georgia <laughs> no. Radio Hall of Fame, which, by the way, is yes. a city of Cox Broadcast. Yeah, don't forget to add that. They have lawyers over there. Hey, did you hear that Charlie Sheen's going to be doing a new sitcom on CBS? A new sitcom on CBS? Right in here. It's called King of Queens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand all these women's camera complaining yeah. about Charlie Sheen. Complaining about I mean, him, yeah. don't they know when you date a guy like Charlie, you got to accept him once and all, man. I mean, <laughs> you know there are going to be some bumps along the way. But <laughs> yeah. you got to know an evening with Charlie Sheen is a night to die for. <laughs> hey, baby, want some AZT on ice? <laughs> That was Charlie Sheena Pharrell that I did there. Hey, I'm going to be the man when you're the man. I'm the man, you're the man. One more thing. Charlie Sheen was paying millions of dollars in hush money to Magic Johnson. To Magic Johnson? Oh, it was blackmail. <laughs> oh, it's one word. I'm sorry. A-I-L. I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> One word. <laughs> it's, it's an issue of spelling, really, that's all. <laughs> I try to tell Herman Cain that harass is one word, man, you know? <laughs> Reverend Al Sharpton right here. Thanks. He on the show. Thanks, Rev. I love it. Want to take some calls? <laughs> Thank you. Oh, mercy. All right, hold everything. How about uh, Keith? I think we got a quick minute for Keith here on News Radio 1067. Thanks for holding so long, Keith. I appreciate it. Finally, you're on the radio, sir. Uh, not a problem. Not a problem. Uh, my grandfather fought in World War II and used to tell me a, a story about in 1945, Japan made peace with America. I think it's about time we made peace with ISIS. What do you think? <laughs> in the same way? And the same as that way. <laughs> well, there's a history lesson we could go back for one more time. And again, when you think about it, remember, we are the only country in the history of the world who's ever used a nuclear bomb in war. And we've done it, did it twice. And it worked. And it worked. And it saved hundreds of thousands of lives. Japanese, too. You notice that the uh, Japanese and the Germans haven't really uh, <laughs> caused a lot of too many problems there recently, have they? <laughs> anyway, 157. I got Gary. I got Gino. We got your stuff. New song. We got it all the here with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> News Radio 1067. <laughs> hey, guys. It's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to 3, Monday to Friday, for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. This is William Shatner, and I have three words for those of you listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show. Get a life. Listen to The Kimmer if you must. Weekdays, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. One day, we'll all look back on The Kimmer Show, yes. laugh nervously, yes. and change the subject. Well, no. The Kimmer Show <laughs> on News Radio 1067. Thank you. So very, very much. There's something in the air. 204. And it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. I'll be your white bread honky cracker. Today. Filled with racism and Jim Crow culture and the old Kimmer program. Tim McGraw wanted his 18-year-old daughter, Gracie, to sing part of the song with him called Here Tonight. Uh, he says in her eyes, uh, Tim McGraw's not, of course, the daughters don't think their daddies are cool. And he says neither is his music. She didn't think it's very cool. So he emailed his daughter the song and asked about whether she'd want to sing it with him so she wouldn't say no to his face. So he emailed the, re- the request and she said Yes. Uh, Gracie was great in the studio, he says. He only had to work on one aspect, and that was the laugh at the end. Well, the end is two minutes away, and we're not going to make it. So, <laughs> anyway, he did everything he could to make her giggle. <laughs> so we're not waiting two minutes for the ending, I'm telling you. Uh, that. Say goodnight, so, Gracie. <laughs> yeah, see you around, Gracie. <laughs> Do your homework. All right, 205, and it's only the camera. News Radio 1067. Let's get all your calls. I got Newsbreak Lines, got a song. Uh, I'll tell you about where you can see the Newsmaker Line guy plus Jerry Farber a week from this Friday and Saturday. Not this weekend, but next weekend, uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is next week. I mean, Christmas is, what, a month? And, and a little? I mean, God. <laughs> ah, anyway, all right, 844-404-1067. Uh, Gino and Gary's coming up. Gino, thanks for holding. I really do appreciate it. You're finally on the radio, sir. Hi, sir. I have something to say about Islam, and I have something to say about you afterwards. Yes. First, I'm from Belgium, a country of which I'm ashamed to say, apparently, jihad feel at home. So I'm 
entitled to say Islam is bad for all the reasons that are mentioned in the Quran. That's what. That's all I have for, to say. For things about mentioned Islam. in the Quran, all right, sir? And what I have to say about you is that I don't understand how that women can accuse you of hate speech knowing that you can not handle a regular speech. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that crack is even funnier with the accent because I was waiting for something totally different. How can you hate speech when you gave a regular speech? So, very funny. <laughs> very funny. 206. And again, I just I gave a speech last week to the veterans thing up in Cobb County, and I was horrible. I, it was a, a salute to Vietnam 50 years later. And I was so touched and overwhelmed by what I believed really did feel like a welcome home for the first time in fifty years, forty-eight years since I was there. And I was so overwhelmed, I couldn't. Th- I just I couldn't speak. I couldn't think. I blithered Mommy. and blithered. It was horrible. It was. Just, it was. Uh, d- d- I, I'm, I can't sleep. I, I still. I wake up at night going, "Oh my God! I can't believe I was so bad." I mean, it's just horrible. All right. Anyway, here's uh, and that's my last speech. I will never speak again. Here's Gary on News Radio 1067. Welcome aboard, Gary. How's it going? Hey, Brother Kim, I want to tell you, man, you're a great voice for liberty, and we appreciate it on a serious note. You're very uh, kind, sir. We do. Uh, you know, I used to think maybe the the weird woman that called up earlier, you know, that uh, takes all the benefits from her country and, and still hates America and all yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. I believe, I used to think if they were a victim of maybe some of this violence, but you know what I think it would turn out like? What's that? You know that those people that get their face and their front eaten off by a monkey? And then they, they still love the monkey, and it's not the monkey's fault. Yeah, right. and all that kind of you, just, stuff. Yeah. And you get your arm eaten off by a tiger or a panda or something, and it's not their fault. It, this, the, I don't think there would be any converting these people. I really don't. Well, uh, Can it, you help me with that? No, I can't. And you can't talk to these people. The, 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 these critics who are just, they're apologists, and I don't understand why they're not as nervous as the rest of us for what's going to happen. We've, I mean, people are dying. And Putty Tat here again. This is a very quick uh, soundbite of Putty Tat blasting Republicans instead of killers uh, concerning uh, this business of refugees. These are the same folks, oftentimes, who suggest that they're so tough that uh, just talking to Putin or staring down ISIL or using some additional rhetoric somehow is going to solve the problems out there. Uh, but apparently, they're scared of widows and orphans. <laughs> scared of widows and orphans. It was a woman who blew up a suicide vest this morning in Paris. You freaking idiot! Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry, I got sweetness bell. I got news breaker lines. I got Niagara Falls. <laughs> all right, slowly, <laughs> I toyin. All right, hold on. All right, we got, uh, all right, this is an actual, I got a sweetness bell. This is an actual math test of a uh, of an elementary school student. And this was the the question and the answer he gave. Okay, the question, math test, the question is for this young boy. Bob has 36 candy bars. He eats 29. What does he have now? The kid wrote down, Diabetes. Bob has diabetes. <laughs> I'm 14. <laughs> Thank you. All right, quickly to Mike, and I got to play this song, and I got Newsbreaker Lines in there, and Pete's coming. Anyway, Mike, you're on the radio. What's up, man? Hey, Mr. Cameron. I'm calling from North Georgia. Excellent. We appreciate your show. Thanks, so listen, man. Listen, if the president is throwing this at us, why don't we succeed from the Union? A little revolution is not a bad thing. We've already got an army. So, <laughs> yeah. hey, you you know, know, it's a bad idea, probably, but that yeah. is an idea. Well, Mike, I appreciate it. You know, it's just, it's so it's so ridiculous. I mean, we, we're not even arguing. It's not, and, and these charges of racism 
and bigotry, Jim Crow stuff, because we're concerned about killers coming into our country to kill us. They said we're sneaking in and we're going to kill you. So if there's a meme going around saying if tens of thousands of Christians were marching into Muslim countries, yeah. would they let them stay? They would kill them all. Yes. If you had 10,000 uh, Christians walking into mm-hmm. trying to get into Syria and Iraq and Iran and Jordan and Lebanon, I mean, pick a place. We're trying to sne- trying to get in and get everything and change their culture. We'd be mowed down by machine guns. Infidels. I mean, it would be it would be slaughter. They would line us up and shoot us. And I'm and I and I know this sounds cold, uh, but honest to God, when I see these able-bodied young men uh, crying and coming over on the boats, leaving the terror behind in their homelands, okay, if they have wives and children, put the wives and children on a boat and get them out of the country while you go fight for your own nation. Stay there and fight. Instead, they come over to America, make us go over and fight their battles for them, and then they try to change our culture while we're gone. You've got to be kidding. And I'm the bad guy? I guess I'm the bad guy. 211, here's Michael on News Radio 1067. Welcome to the Bad Guy Show, Michael. I'll be your racist today. Hey, Cameron, how you doing, buddy? Good, man. What's up? I'm all right, Cameron. Hey, Cameron, I just want to say, man, you ain't no racist, man. I'm a black man myself. I hear you, man. Ain't no, I could, I couldn't get the nerve to call you a racist. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, there's no racism. I mean, if I pick on somebody for what they do, it's got nothing to do with the color of their skin. Hell, I admire the crap out of so many, you know, black leaders. Condoleezza Rice, and uh, I mean, name all the all the leaders in the last ten or fifteen years. George Bush had more black people in his cabinet than any president in history. You know, there's, oh. this isn't an issue of racism. You, me, no, guy, Michael. I'm glad you said that. I really do. I mean, and I think it's important. And it is, Cameron. I say, I say again, man. You're not no racist, man. You're just telling the truth. People don't like it. Yeah. Well, that's my job. I thank you, Michael. I appreciate it. Uh, it's two twelve. Hold on, Ed and uh, Marion. And I got, I got to get the song out. I got Newsmaker Lines. I got Pete. And we'll try to sneak it all in until 3. And we thought he had nothing when I walked in this morning. All right, 212. He said, Bill, I'm going to beat this thing. I said, that's probably a good idea. The <laughs> <laughs> Kimmer Now. Yeah. And news, weather, and traffic on your ride home there on go. News Radio 1067. Uh, like a, like a... Hello, my name is Charnak. <laughs> the Magnificent. And this portion of our show is brought to yes, you sir. by yes, a return engagement. A return engagement. What's something the Kimmer has never been asked to do? <laughs> and now here he is, your temporary host, Charlton Heston. And now it's too late. Quarterback Warren Moon, 59 today, Hall of Famer. And old Christmas toe, Tony Franklin, NFL kicker, is 59. They call him Christmas toe because he was the first barefoot kicker. And he used to hit, hit his right foot so much that his toe looked up like a red light bulb. So they called him Christmas Toe. And now sponsored by Dawsonville Gun and Pawn. Holy crap, it's sports of Pete Davis. Still couldn't beat the Falcons, though. He lost no, a game to yep, the Falcons. You're right. Uh, by the way, oh, sorry. an apology. Uh-oh. It apology. seems, well, Biff called up and says that I've been mispronouncing Clemson all these years. Well, they, they don't say Clemson. They yeah, don't say there's Clemson. no Z in it. I'm yeah. sorry. So what's the correct pronunciation? Well, obviously there's a P in it. Yeah. It's Clemson. 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 All right, then. No, you got it. Hawks lose to the Nets last night by two lousy points. Yeah. The reigning champs, the Kings in town tonight. Uh, They're the reigning champs. I have not? no idea. Uh, by the way, the Rockets have fired coach Kevin McHale after a 4-7 and seven start. What? Not happy in Houston with him. They didn't stop there. 11 games in yeah. and they fire him? Yeah, they also kicked his kids out of the Cherokee Christian Academy. Well, so there you are. <laughs> they got a pool over there? 
Uh, Raiders linebacker Alden Smith suspended for one year without pay under the NFL substance abuse policy. Whoa. Last September, the 25-year-old pleaded not guilty to counts of hit and run, drunken driving, vandalism. Yeah. Uh, also, the pass rush needy Raiders signed him to one-year deal in wake of his fifth arrest. Five arrests in the last three years, yeah. I believe. And here's the statement the Raiders put out. Alden has been a positive addition to the team. And he just got docked for a year? Docked for a year. By the way, he's the one that cried out in LAX uh, last year. He had a bomb. Remember him? Oh, that's I had forgotten oh, that. A good citizen there. Uh, President Obama already thinking about what he'll do when he'll leave office, what he will miss most. Oh, what will he miss? Says right. it won't be Air Force One. Oh, really? He told GQ, well, basically, it's going to be Marine One, the helicopter. Because, I quote, I may be able to round up a private plane sometime, but it's tough not to have your helicopter waiting for you. <clears throat> well, he's been such a hard worker all these years. Well, it's years. that white privilege he's been living with it all, all his exactly, life. Exactly, yeah. Or yeah. it's half white privilege. Well, it's sort of white privilege. As for sports, on having a driving range in the White House basement, the president said, yeah, I mean, this is not like some super fancy thing, but I can hit those wiffle balls. Oh, God. That's after he works out with the lady With weights. the three-pound pink <laughs> weight lady uh, bell bars, yeah. And you know what he really wants to do when he retires? What's that? He wants to run an NBA team. Oh, my what? God. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. NBA <laughs> well, he just wants to hang out in the locker room. Yeah, true. Good uh, okay, you've just finished a Cy Young season, a 27-9 record, a league-leading 1.73 ERA. What are you going to do? Go to Disney World. Nope. If oh. it's 1966, you're going to retire. Oh, my. Sandy Koufax retired on this date, shocking the baseball world, announcing his retirement at the age of 30. He had thrown four no-hitters, set the single-season strikeout record just that year with 382, but said his arthritic arm and fear of permanent damage is the reason he was going to quit at age 30. Wow. And he was famous for not playing on the Sabbath or on uh, Yom Kippur Kippur with a famous uh, whatever one falls in September. I don't know which whatever one it was. <laughs> Sorry. If Keep you going. such a racist bitch, <laughs> I can't speak. Know. I have no speech. I can't speak. <laughs> and finally, Le Onion reports, yes. now we know why Peyton Manning yells Omaha all oh, the time. I didn't know that. Noting that he is no longer capable of safely maneuvering across the field on his own, the Broncos have announced that QB Peyton Manning will now be accompanied in all games by a specially trained assistance dog. Oh, really? Well, Given it's... Peyton's age and physical limitations, he needs Omaha to help navigate the pocket and find his way to and from the huddle, says Coach Gary Kubiak, <laughs> saying the two-year-old lab will help the veteran quarterback and will have a leash on at all times to recognize all of Manning's voice commands and hand signals at the line of scrimmage so he can change the play. <laughs> Omaha will make sure Peyton can move around slowly and securely without falling down or running into one of his offensive linemen, and he's trained to bark if there's a defender blitzing Peyton's blind side. Not only is he a guide and helper, but he's a companion, and they've already become great friends, and he's already telling the younger Bronco players that they are prohibited from petting Omaha during the games in order to avoid distracting the canine and risking Manning well, getting hurt. we wouldn't want that. And his fill-in replacement also was yelling Omaha during the game, too, I noticed. I'll swider. Yeah, there you go. All right, 234. How about a hey, Hold on, Marion, and we got a newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kevin. This is Donald <laughs> Trump calling. The Donald. How's it going? How's well, everything? Well, with all that's going around the world, how about a little joke for you? A little know? joke. As long as it's not, you know, a Jew to rabbi in a color. <laughs> okay. Absolutely not. Okay. It was this Jew and this Catholic. Well, this... Oh, no, wait. See, that's... <laughs> they try to trick the camera. Do you know what Charlie Sheen's YouTube videos and his girlfriends have in common, Kimmer? No, I don't, sir. Both have gone viral. (laughs) (laughs) Both have gone viral. (laughs) 
You know, a lot of people expect yours truly, Donald Trump, <laughs> yes, to trash yes. Bobby Jindal on the way out, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to kick a man when he's down, Kimmer. When, when he's down, sir. Yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, Governor Jindal, he has a state to run, a Super 8 motel to manage, and a Slurpee <laughs> machine that's broken. So let's just give the guy a break. You know, Bobby Jindal just couldn't get anywhere with the voters, and I guess you know why. Well, why is that, sir? Get ready for it. This is the greatest joke ever. <laughs> All right, sir. It's going to be huge. The hey. laughs are going to be tremendous. All right, we're ready now, sir. He couldn't curry any favor. Curry any foul. Ohio. Hey. I put a whole team of writers on that joke. Curry yeah. any favors. <laughs> you know, Bobby's going to do a new sitcom. It's a, the Indian version of How I Met Your Mother. Oh, what's it called? It's one episode. It's the wedding. Anyway. <laughs> How do you do? And I do. Yes. Well, the world's on heightened alert. Yeah, heightened. Yesterday, the FBI reported suspicious activity over at the Georgia Department of Transportation. Kimmer. Suspicious activity, sir? Yeah, they spotted a road crew doing actual work. <laughs> Obviously, imposters. Talk about blowing your cover, you know. Phony passports, I'm guessing. And finally, you know, and, yes, and on a good night, I didn't yeah. mean to joke about Charlie Sheen. He's a no. very good friend of mine. Good friend. And he? he got some good news yesterday. Is that, I didn't hear what... Uh, well, what... Charlie's been asked to star in the next Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Adult movie, I'm guessing? <laughs> What's a millimeter on that thing? <laughs> what the hell caliber is that anyway? <laughs> I put it back in your holster. I'm begging I'm you. I'm just glad he's not doing another hot shot. That's all I can <laughs> say. Hot shot. That's three. There you go. Part two, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Look out. 226. Mary and I promise I'll get to you next. I also got a song for you. This was the day in 1805. 30 women met at Silas Lee's home in Wiscasset, Maine, to organize the Female Charitable Society on this day in 1805. It was the first woman's club in America. 1805. All right, 227. Hold on, Mary, and you're coming up. And we got Newsbreaker Lines and a new song on News Radio. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, did we give away the tickets? Let's give away the tickets. So, something Pete said in his sportscast 844 404 1067. What? Right now? Uh, at the 230 News. Oh, okay. No, call. We're going to put you on hold. 230 News. 844. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to confuse you. 844 404 1067. Call now. We'll put you on hold. After the news, we'll ask you something about Pete Sports and we'll give you these tickets. Four tickets to Adventure Passes to Stone Mountain Park on News Radio 1067. This is Bernie Sanders, <laughs> hey, Bernie. and this portion of our show is brought to you by Global Warming. Oh, global. A bigger threat than ISIS, but not as big a threat as a speech by the Kimmer. <laughs> Run for your lives! And now, here he is, your temporary host, Kim Peterson. Uh, well, I tried to warn everybody. Yes, yeah, space! In Spokane, Washington, a 50-year-old man is no Klingon, but he pretended to be when a guy, a next-door neighbor, got in a fight with him over taking out the trash. <laughs> Apparently, the neighbor started complaining about the guy in the house, and so he grabbed his multi-blade bat-left Star Wars, uh, Star Trek, rather, multi-blade weapon and started swinging it at the guy. <laughs> so now, yeah, there you go. So he's in prison now. So that's, he went to jail. Uh, this was the day in 1928. We heard this sound. 1928, Walt Disney's first sound-synchronized animated cartoon, Steamboat Willie, starring Mickey Mouse. First day ever, the 1928. 
right, 235. Let's get away these tickets. I got news breaking line, a new song for you. All right. Uh, and now, Marion, I promise, hold on to you. You'll be our first caller after we give the ticket. Uh, start number one, Art uh, on News Radio 1067. Art, how's it going? Welcome, sir. Um- I'm well, I'm well. How are you? Yay, we're great. I've got four tickets, adventure passes to Stone Mountain Park. Who was it that Pete mentioned in the sportscast who retired suddenly and early at the age of 30? Sandy Koufax. Sandy Koufax. Hi-oh. Well done, sir. Thanks for listening. Well done. We're, we're going to put you on hold, Art. And, hey, oh, we'll give you these tickets here. And, uh, and Oh, Heartbreaker. And Andy and Alan. But, uh, and uh, we'll get And let me get to Marion. Let's, let's take Marion. She's been holding on. I think it's a he, she. But for a very long time. And then I got Newsbring Lines and a song. Marion, welcome aboard. I really appreciate how patient you've been holding on. Finally, you are on the radio. I'm a recent new listener to your show, and actually, that's uh, Marion. I'm a male. I beg your pardon? Yes, sir. Uh, uh, With a name like Kim, I should be more <laughs> more of. Well, I said it could be a guy. I said I didn't know. Marion Campbell, famous coach of the Falcons, yes, uh, Marion Nate, first name. Anyway, I'm sorry, Marion. Go right ahead, please. I'd like to first thank you for your service to the country. My uh, honor, sir. Being a new uh, listener, I, would, I didn't realize you was a Vietnam veteran. Yeah. There's people like you and Chris Kyle that have kept this country safe. I'm a. Uh, I'm actually out here in the country today watching it rain, and i am got a lot of mine. Yeah. There's three words that come to mind. It's, yes, sir. Uh, Americana, freedom, and change. Yeah. You know, I remember growing up in this country where this was America, and I remember when 9-11 happened, Americans acted like Americans. And for some reason, we have a generation now, they've forgotten what being Americans are and what a sense of pride and protection it is. You know, like I'm down here in the barn watching it rain. I have the freedom to do that. You, you know what I think one of the issues is, Mary, and I honestly believe this, I think the, one of the problems, with especially with the younger generation today, is social media. Oh, Everybody's yeah. defined immediately by what other people are thinking, and this is their, the most, biggest concern is social media, what people are saying, what people are thinking, how to react, how's this going to look, instead of just being honest to yourself and uh, what, believing what your country stands for and, and going forward as, a, as an American patriot. And I think social media has distracted everybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, I grew up, you know, with the fishing pole and the hunting rifle in my hand. I grew up, you know, country way of life. And I think a lot of times people in this country, a lot of the politicians and people like that, they forget about the Americana aspect of it, the working class people. And thankfully, we have some governors in our states who could have taken a stand about these so-called refugees coming in. Yeah, yeah. They don't belong here. This was and still is, in my opinion, a Christian nation when you get down to it. I do a lot of traveling with my job, and I see a lot. And I can tell you there's still a lot of people out here that believe in this country. Yes, sir, there are. Thank God the Americans are still with us like you, Marion, and I appreciate your call very much. Well, hold on. Special late live edition of the old Newsmaker line. Uh, Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim. This is Tony Soprano <laughs> hey, calling. Hey, Tony, how you doing? How you feeling? Oh, sorry. Well, I'm all right now, but last year I was really dead, you know? I mean... Where were you? I got some bad news. The feds uh, got the Pauly. They tried, They broke him and was. Uh, he ratted us all out. They got the Pauly? I can't... Yeah, they threatened to blame a tape of your speech to the veterans last week. <laughs> just, oh, anything but that. He caved immediately. <laughs> Be very careful, my friend. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I got a joke for you. All right, sir. As long as it's not, you know, the Jew and the Catholic and the color for you. Know. It seems it was this Jew and this Catholic <laughs> and this color first. <laughs> <laughs> no, the joke is, do you know why Italians hate Jehovah Witnesses? Why Italians hate Jehovah Witnesses? I, I don't know. 
We hate all witnesses. I <laughs> <laughs> witnesses. Thank you. You know, come on, I can't win for losing. You can't win for losing? Well, I had under in the Cardinal Seahawks game Sunday night. Yeah. And I had over in the Charlie Sheen Deadpool. <laughs> I mean, I'm snake bit. <laughs> I even lost the over on Christopher, but it was worth it, you know, smothering him to death by his camel nose there. <laughs> You were like a father to me, T. Brother, at least. <laughs> I did you a favor, you camel-nosed junkie, just like I did to Adriana, right, Sil? Uh, frankly, T, uh, you know, uh, Adriana is a lot like the Kimmer. I mean, in his contract. I mean, they're both not out of the woods yet, and something's just starting to sting. Frankly, I don't trust Mr. Kruger, and, you know, measures may have to be taken. I'm just saying. <laughs> what are you saying, Sil? There's a good thought there. I don't know. AJ, <laughs> hey, what do you want? Uh, I need money. <laughs> I'm not giving you any more money. Acting jobs. Hey, AJ, I got an idea. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you swing over to Demi Moore's place and go swimming, all right? Oh, they've had a dead body in the pool over there. Why don't you get your ride home with Laura Bush? Do us all a favor. Oh. <laughs> AJ, why don't you go hang gliding with John Denver, all right? Hey, no. <laughs> hey, AJ, I got an idea. Uh, what? <laughs> Why don't you go whitewater rafting with James Jordan and maybe feed the fish, you know? Oh, make, yourself oh, make yourself useful for once in your pathetic life, will you? What are you, 38 years old? <laughs> yeah, but I, I need money. <laughs> Hard to believe he never won the Oscar for the performance of the Emmys. He hasn't gotten an acting job since. Imagine that. <laughs> I can't you know, believe be, it. AJ getting an acting job would be like rebooking the Kim or something, you know? <laughs> That's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one more thing. I just yeah, saw Tony. Charlie Sheen has a new sitcom. A new sitcom for Charlie? Yeah, it's called Two and a Half Months. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe that was the diagnosis. I'm not sure. <laughs> Either the diagnosis or the title of the show. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. <laughs> hey, man, I won't even buy a green banana, for God's sake. <laughs> Tony's a friend, all right. I won't buy a time-release cold cap. <laughs> Haven't got that long. All right, 242. Hold on, black man. We got you coming up with it. What's what it says? Back, 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 back man. Oh, back man. <laughs> Backman. But first, 242. I called Charlie Sheen after his interview on the Today yeah, Show. He was extremely positive, Kimmer. He was positive. He was positive, all right. The Kimmer Now and News, Weather and Traffic on Here we go. Ride Home on News Look Radio out. 1067. Thank you. This is Marlon Brando. <laughs> this portion of our show is brought to you by Butterball. I hear it's also the name of a turkey. I don't even know what that means. Anyway, here's your host for the time being, yeah. Kim Peterson. Yeah, Look out. It's only me, 250 on News Radio 1067. Got a newsmaker line, got a song, and try to get everything on here until 3 o'clock. But first, uh, I may mispronounce this. Forgive me early. I think it's Bachman. Welcome to uh, News Radio 1067, sir. You're on the radio. Good afternoon to you, Mr. Kenner. It's an honor to be in your show. Thank you, this sir. Is, this is Bahman. I like you so very good. Yes, sir. You said a lot of good things. It's about uh, Islam, not the Muslim. Yeah. Islam itself. 1,400 years. We have seen different, especially in the, that 36, 37, since 1979, uh, with help of uh, uh, France, government, Jimmy Carter of us here, 
United States and England and Germany. They sent Khomeini, Ayatollah Khomeini, that means servant of Allah. They sent him to Iran since that there haven't been peace in Middle East. Yeah, no Whatever peace. Whatever left over, they destroyed and they are doing it. These are the real Muslims, not majority of people who got stuck there. They are all good, just like majority of Americans. The Holy Book itself, it's bad. It says, kill, kill, kill. In Arabic, qatalu, 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 fi sabillullah. Yeah. For Allah. Yeah, kill for Allah. Uh, yeah. Yes, that's it. And jihad. Jihad means... Each Muslim, every Muslim, the real one, the good one, not the majority. The real Muslim, because, yeah. Yeah, they are bad. Majority are bad because they don't follow the book real. It says jihad. Jihad means the Muslim has to fight always yeah. to get rid of others, Christian, yeah. Jews, Persian, these. If they don't that. convert, kill them, yes. Kill them. Yeah. Then when you got rid of all of them, now they have to turn to each other because each Muslim thinks he is or she is better than the other one. Yeah. This is exactly what it is. I've been studying this, and uh, when I was in Iran, I didn't know. Nobody cared because we were free. Yeah. When I came here, when they took over slowly, slowly, Iranians, they got guts. They uh, translate the Quran in Arabic. My heaven, three, four hundred verses. Yeah. How to kill others. Yeah, how to kill yeah. others. Bogman, I have to run. I'm out of time, but I thank you very much for your comments. It sounds like you know what you're talking about. The guy's been there. Uh, Newsmaker Line, good afternoon. Hello, who is this? <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Heston. Congratulations. A big day for you, Mr. Heston. <laughs> What's that, Today is the anniversary of the premiere of your blockbuster movie, <laughs> Ben-Hur. Ben-Hur, yes, sir. The story of Chastity Bono. <laughs> <laughs> it was the sequel to The Girl with Something Extra. <laughs> Special appearance by the Dixie Chicks. Wait a minute, that's, that's not right. Dixie. <laughs> it's a location, sir. Hey, I've got a joke for you, Mr. Uh, well, as long as it's not, you know, Jew to color boy in a Catholic way. <laughs> I would never tell that. No, no, it sir. seems there was this Jew and this Catholic. <laughs> no, see, this... Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you, know the, you know the difference between Mr. Ed and the Kimmer? No, I don't, sir. Well, Mr. Ed never speaks unless he's got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was awful. I'm embarrassed, and I always will be. <laughs> I can't speak. Audie thinks, talk about filled with hate, she must have been in your audience the other day. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like the Kimmer, that's she for sure. She wants to see filled with hate. She needs to check out a Kimmer speech sometime. <laughs> talk about I hear that hateful. thing went over like a Chipotle burrito and a punch bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means to you. <laughs> I didn't realize, Mr. Heston, yes. your speech in Cobb County had religious overtones. Religious overtones, sir? Well, I heard several hundred people stood up and shouted the name of the Lord <laughs> as they ran for the exit. <laughs> regular Billy Graham up there. <laughs> Now it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for a visitor from the East, the amazing Charnak the Magnificent. Charnak the Magnificent, sir.
The answer is last one out is a rotten egg. Last one out is a rotten egg. What did they say at a Charlie Sheen pool party? Oh! Maybe oh. <laughs> <laughs> the least of your worries. <laughs> the answer is you're fired. You're fired. What do you say to the guy that hired Kimmer to speak to your group? <laughs> That'll never happen again. The answer is Syrian refugees and a full set of teeth. Syrian refugees and a full set of teeth. Name two things you'll never see in the state of Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen, the final envelope. Last one, oh. <laughs> May your only son learn firsthand what Cox Broadcasting means by triple team coverage. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is, yes. put it there, pal. Put it there, pal. What will no one be saying to Charlie Sheen anymore? <laughs> <laughs> or anywhere else. All right, look out. It's respectability time, and it's a Kimmer saying, hey, look out. Be careful out there. I got to go. Semper Fi. Hoorah. Look out. Kerp. Hey, guys. It's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to 3, Monday to Friday, for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.